Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. happy friday we are back with a brand new episode of your favorite friday night and wednesday night show tgif of course we're here to spill the tea and break down all the hot topics that everyone is talking about and later on the show you don't want to go anywhere we are catching up with one of the stars of bravo's hit show married to medicine we have dr heavenly in the house so you know she's gonna bring it all right so sit back relax and get ready to sip on this hot tea now without further ado let's welcome the co-host please welcome brand strategist Looking very fall, winter. Uh, Al Reynolds, what's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? Is that a jacket? Is that a pea coat? Uh, no, it's a it's a blazer. A blazer. Okay. You know, it's right. a little chilly here in DC. I'm Where sure. are you these days? I'm in Dallas, but I'm going to Houston tomorrow for my my cousin's baby shower, and then flying to Miami to get these toes worked on, and hopefully we can get Q in there after me. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. Speaking very of Q, nice. please welcome Funky Dineva. What's up, Q? What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? Happy Friday. You look like you got a new outfit on, too. What you got? What's going on? What's the tea? No, I just put this um, necklace on so I could clear wardrobe without them bothering me for having on a T-shirt tonight. <laughs> so I tried <laughs> to jazz it up and give it some pizzazz and make it look more fancy than what it really is. Did mm-hmm. I achieve my goal? Yeah, it worked. Okay. It, look, it looked like a whole, like, you look like you're giving kind of, like, earth, like you might go to, like, open <laughs> word and stuff. Like yeah. I'm friends with Erica Badu. Yeah. Yes. There it is. That's what I was going for. I was going for, like, bohemian sheet regular. With it, Gucci. It, with the Gucci hat, right. It right. works. It's it giving. is. It's given. All right, y'all. Like I said earlier, I know Q, you got, you're good friends with Dr. Heavenly, so we're definitely excited to have her on. So y'all don't want to go away for that part of the show. All right, so what y'all sipping on tonight? We back, uh, everybody clear to drink? What we doing? You know what? After Halloween, I'm back to unlocking my better self. Oh, God. So I am drinking sweet tea tonight. He's going out later on to get drunk later. He's trying to save <laughs> drink tickets. Right. I'm doing, um, a, I'm doing white wine and actually a real high tea. So combining the two. Okay. I'm on water because I'm having that surgery Monday, so... I'm going to just have a clean system. And then after, we'll get tore up. All right, y'all. Let's give them what they came for. Early voting is underway in Georgia. And Pastor Jamal Bryant delivered some encouragement to Georgia Senate candidate Herschel Walker. Take a look. That we were so stupid that we would elect the lowest caricature of a stereotypical broken black man as opposed to somebody who is educated and erudite and focused. Y'all ain't ready for me today. Man, I had to repost that sermon. It was super dope. Hugh, what you think about this? You know, I'm going to tell you something. I don't even mess with Jamal Bryant, but this one right here made me say I might have to cut Newberg for check for $25 because, baby, let me tell you something. <laughs> he had the spirit shoot up through my bones, and I ain't hollered. Well, I hollered last week when that boy needed that water and that jug for his car, but we'll tell you that later on. But outside of that, I ain't hollered for no man in a long time, and that right there made me holler. Let me tell you something. The white people who sent Herschel Walker our way Y'all have really insulted the black community because y'all didn't just go out and get a qualified black man. Y'all just said, they're so stupid. Let us just find any shocking and jiving black man and we'll get their vote because black people are just that stupid and just that blind and don't pay attention. And we'll give them Herschel Walker, whose subjects and verbs don't agree, who's allegedly paid for several abortions and who's you know gone on record for you know womanizing and and domestic abuse and and not taking care of his kids and so on and so forth you know what that's quality representation of their community because that's who they are we see y'all and if i could cuss any deeper on this show i would really tell y'all how i feel about it but i'm gonna defer the rest of my time 
to Al Reynolds. <laughs> Al, what say you? This one. Well, you guys know that I'm an advocate and I and I support um, Jamal Bryant. I've said it before. I think he's very talented and he's anointed the way he messages his messages. And you know what? I'm going to tell you, when I was listening to it, I felt like I was listening to a rapper dropping bars. And it was one bar after another bar after another bar. And the passion that he had, it was unparalleled. But this is the deal everybody and this is a serious part of this this is nothing but a viral moment if we all don't get up and go vote on when is it next tuesday claudia i'm telling you this upcoming tuesday this upcoming tuesday so i can't express the importance for all of our fans soulmates tji fans and everybody to get to the polls and vote look at what they're trying to pull on us we're not having it Let's get to the polls. Jamal Bryant, Pastor Jamal Bryant. I wish they would have used him as um, a surrogate on the on the trial on the campaign trail. He, I didn't know he was going to be that good and deliver that scathing of a verbal lashing. I don't know what you even called that. Like he was so effective, and I think we need people like him that are passionate, that are religious, that have the church behind them, that can appeal to that that segment of the population that we're not really getting. I just saw a really disturbing. Um, statistic today on Gary Chambers page. Now he's running for Senate in Louisiana. There's 900,000 black eligible voters in Louisiana. 94,000 have voted already. That's it. 94,000. And Kennedy, who's not one of the good Kennedys, he's like, gives me very much KKK grand, grand, visit, uh, grand wizard vibes, my opinion, is, our sen is the senator there. And it's like, we have all these black people that are not activated. And I think people like Jamal, Pastor Jamal Bryant, could be the key moving forward. I think we might need to kind of get more impassioned speeches like that. I think sometimes Democrats speak over the heads of people trying to be so politically correct and right. And sometimes we need a good old fashioned down home sermon that you feel instead of it's not less cerebral and more about our feeling. And I think he did a good job. Great. Georgia, two million votes already in the can. That's a good sign for us, but we are not there. So please turn out in humongous numbers because these folks is really, man, I ain't trying to go back. It feels where they trying to go. All right. Uh, let's get into this. Drake and 21 Savage. Now they dropped their new song, Soko Loco. And many believed one of the lyrics addresses the alleged shooting incident that happened between Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. The lyric reads, this bleep lie about getting shot, but she's still a stallion. Megan caught wind of the lyric and tweeted, and when the bleeping facts come out, remember all y'all bleep ass favorite rappers that stood behind an N-word that shot a female. Uh, I really want to get y'all's opinion. Um, what do you think uh, about Drake? You know, do you think he was throwing shots at Megan Thee Stallion? Uh, Al, let's go to you first. Well, oh, Lord. Okay, so I'm going to be messy for a second because I need some answers, okay? My question is, what did Megan Thee Stallion do to all of these male rappers? Like, first it was Tory Lanez, then the baby shared how he popped her neck off, and now it's Drake and 21 Savage by association. And it's like, what's going on? Why are they all, why are all these men disrespecting her in one form or another? Like for me, this is just a question and maybe you guys could help me out. Is Drake, is this Drake's way of saying that he may have had relations with her too and got burnt? Or is he just clock chasing because this was his diss album because he didn't only diss just her, but he dissed Ye, he dissed Serena Williams, he dissed Ice Spice. Um, who else? And the Republican Party and Drum is his name, Drum. So what what's going on with Drake? I mean, what do you guys think? You, you know, well, as it relates to him messing with Megan Stallion, I've never heard that. But I will say this: I am deeply disappointed in Drake because thus far in his career, for the most part, he's been relatively non-problematic. And if you were going to diss anybody and rap about anything, it should have been about that alleged slap when Puff Daddy allegedly slapped the hell out of your ass. We've yet to hear anything about that in a doggone song, but yet you want to come for Meg the Stallion. And, you know, it, it, it's funny because it made me wonder too, you know, did, do him and Meg have some bad blood in the background, whatever the case may be? But this just doesn't look good. It doesn't look good for him being a man. 
It doesn't look good for him being as powerful as he is in the hip hop community. And it doesn't look good for the fact that you've been in the game all these years and have been relatively non-problematic and non-controversial when it comes to beefing with other rappers and particularly females. And then you do this. This was just a new low for Drake and, and I don't like it at all. Well, when he did have beef with other rappers, male rapper Pusha T, Pusha T won that as far as lyrics are concerned. That was reminiscent of the old school battles. Pusha T lit that ass all the way up and maybe he needs to do it again. I like Drake. I like his music. And I was actually shocked that he came for not only Megan Thee Stallion, but, you know, Serena's husband. Like, it seemed like unprovoked um, mess. And maybe because his last album, remember a lot of people came for his last album, said it was like uh, it was giving... Um, uh, like house music kind of like they people weren't really feeling the album as much so maybe he felt like he had to come hard here's my thing yes there were a lot of questions surrounding the Megan the Stallion case with Tory Lanez we know this okay we've been it's been going on for what two three years and there is a possibility that maybe it didn't happen the way she recalled or maybe we don't know yet but why don't you stay out of it and cost air on the side of caution why don't you stay out of it until we know you know what I mean like I, I don't know why you jumped in like Tory Lanez doesn't need your help and I thought that was really whack. And I'm, I'm with you, Al. I don't know what it, Megan Thee Stallion has done to these men that triggers them, maybe because she's taller than them and stronger than them and has bigger mo I don't know. Maybe because she's not a small, docile, quiet, uh, you know, just meek woman. But she definitely is making men feel a certain kind of way because I have never seen so much hate for a female rapper than Megan Thee Stallion gets. And I'm like, did, she, I miss, did I miss something? Did she do something? that Maybe she dissed them. Maybe she was like, oh, okay, I got what I needed and I'm good. She not chasing after them. And they, they feel in some kind of way. They in their feelings. I just I just don't understand why all these rappers are trying to like embarrass her or humiliate her, you know, on a, on a huge platform like this. It's not adding up to me in my head. I think the only reason you would diss a successful, beautiful woman like that is if she's not giving you the time of day that you think you deserve. Dreamin' Edmund in the comments says Drake shades women who reject him. I, I mean, that's Ice Spice. That's allegedly what happened with that. Allegedly. So right. we will, get, uh, of course, keep you guys posted as more develops. All right, y'all. New audio tapes were released of OnlyFans model Courtney Cleaney uh, screaming racial slurs at her Black boyfriend, Christian Toby Obamsele. Obamsele? Okay. Months before she allegedly killed him. Take a listen to this. I was on a bike ride and she passed me and I said hi, uh, you and Courtney are having a, a live chat. My bad, I forgot to tell you that. That doesn't make you the acting call me. Yes, yes, thank you. Are you guys surprised by this audio? Q, let's go to you first. Um, I'm not surprised, but I don't care. I mean, honestly and truthfully, after the statements that he made about black women and about not wanting them, he got what he wanted from his ice queen. And quite and just little random known for trivia, they're my neighbors. <laughs> they live up the street from me, or they did live up the street. Well, he did live when he was alive oh my God. up the street from me. Um, but like my mama said, you wanted it, you gotta. Well, he doesn't deserve to be killed, maybe ostracized. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I don't feel no way it's tied. Okay, and you know what? You have every right. Al, what do you think? You know what? If if everybody, if anybody gets a chance, listen to that entire audio. That audio made me sick to my stomach. It was horrifying. It was, she was enraged. She was manic. She was borderline murderous in my opinion. And all he was doing was trying to accommodate her like a stetch and fetch it for his, for his darling little girlfriend. And listen, it's not, you remember he's the one, like you said, he's the one that said black women were loud and rude and obnoxious and he would never ever mess with them. So this is my question, guys. Is there a diagnosis for this type of dude? Because I feel like there's a lot of men, black men in particular, that choose or prefer non-black women. Is there a diagnosis for this type? Because it's happening over and over and over again. And I, you know, I'm like, cute, like, you know, there's a part of me that feels sorry that a life was lost, but then where do you take responsibility for the choices that you make? And especially when the choice voids that of a black woman in your life. The yeah, diagnosis is called Forrest Lawn. <laughs> it's called what? Forrest no. Lawn. I forgot, Al, you ain't black. You black like this and not like this. I have to explain. <laughs> Al, what is Forrest Lawn? Forrest Lawn is the cemetery, cemetery chain, child. 
Oh, it's, where the black, it's where we bury our love. Black people. people, please help Al. Forest Lawn is where you get your burial plot at, Al. So oh, okay. His diagnosis is called Forest Lawn. <laughs> ultimately ended up at. I'm going to say this. Is there a diagnosis for this? Um, Yeah. Um, Weak. You know, I, I don't mind if you uh, have a preference for white women. That's definitely upon you. I mean, there's a lot of women, black women say, I love a dark skin man or I, I love a light, whatever the, the thing that is that you have a preference, have your preference, but don't shat upon the others. You don't have to shat upon black women to justify you being with this white woman. Now, am I happy he died? No, I'm not happy he died, but I do find it ironic that a lot of times these same men that say black women are so loud are so difficult to deal with end up with these violent ass black uh, white women tiger right. woods this dude you know black women were too much for you and too aggressive and then you get girls that hit you in the head with golf clubs and kill you i think that's a lot more aggressive than a little bit of mouth from a sister that's all I'm going to say about that. All right, y'all, coming up next, we are talking all things Married to Medicine with Dr. Heavenly. Believe me, you do not want to miss it. So stick around and uh, check out the next segment. We'll be right back. All right, soulmates, welcome back to TGIF. Now, tonight, we are all smiles and chatting with one of the stars of Bravo's hit show, Married to Medicine. Please welcome Dr. Heavenly. Hey, Dr. Heavenly. Welcome. Hey, beautiful. How are you? Good. Thank you for being here. And uh, the chat is kind of going wild for you. They've been looking forward to this. I've been. Did you see it on, on Twitter, Q? When you tweeted about it, they were, uh -huh. like, you and they were going crazy because they knew they knew when Dr. Heavenly came, she was going to bring it. And that's what's like, we, we got to have her on the show to get all this married to medicine tea. And we see you got your reunion dress on, girl. Yes, <laughs> yes, bitch. Let's, excuse me, baby. I got on my Clark sister veil. I don't know what words, <laughs> so, yeah, what words can I use. Funky, let, let, let me know. Just, uh, be, just be clean. Just be radio clean. It's going to okay. be one of those. radio. Okay. Okay. Now, Dr. Heavenly, before we get started, you look amazing. And you recently Thank posted you. a video of yourself in the gym and uh, posted that it's a constant struggle. Now, have you always pushed yourself in all areas to be great? Like, is this something that you've always had? I think that once you're on television, you know that sometimes you look at yourself more deeply, even your personality, everything. I think that television is like therapy. You get to see different things and ain't nothing wrong with wanting to be your best. So I'm trying my best to be my best in every way. You look good. Thank you, darling. So listen, Dr. Heavenly, this season of Married to Medicine has not been short of rumors, just random plotting and things that have tarnished friendships. Where are you at when it comes to your relationship with Contessa? And where's that relationship going? I, I think it's dead, Q. I think it's gone. I mean, I can be cordial. I can be... Um, nice in a room, but I, I, I really did consider a friend, contrary to popular belief, I really did, but it was just a lot. Honestly, I swear to God, Q, I wish I had not spoken on her marriage. I was wrong, wrong, wrong for doing that, and now I feel bad, but I mean, just all the lies and stuff like that, like, I ain't never lied, so I think that, you know, it's just a lot, and I, and I just don't want to deal with it anymore. Wow. Dr. Heavenly, some of your uh, castmates have talked about how your Married with Medicine after show has kind of put a wedge or damaged your friendships with them. Do you agree or do you think these ladies have just been a tad bit too sensitive? I, I don't agree at all. I think I'm still good with the people I was good with. Honestly, to be perfectly honest, the only person that I feel like really had a reason to be angry with me about my lives was Toya. Because I talk about business, money, and relationships, and that's, she's the opposite of what I stand for in all three of those realms. I know that sounds bad to say, but it is, and I broke down all of those things based on what I saw on the show. But everybody else, it was light humor, in my opinion, shade, like shade, kind of like the stuff that Funky Dineva does in his labs, kind of <laughs> like that, but his friend that's old, and we thought she had been through menopause, kind of like that, but it's funny, and I think that a lot of people have their own insecurities, and sometimes it may go a bit far, but the people know my heart is pure. Seriously, they know that I'm, you know, loyal to a fault. Okay. 
Well, Dr. Heavenly, the second part of your reunion left fans divided when Quad uh, revealed that she purposely meant to hurt Toya by spreading rumors about her sleeping with a mystery man. So I want to ask you, why do you think their friendship fell apart? And do you think Quad became friends with Anila just to get back at Toya? Um, I think that Quad and Anila had a general, genuine friendship. I think that honestly, I think that everybody hurt. Like even like, I don't know if y'all watched, the well, y'all haven't seen the third part of reunion yet, but everybody's hurt and people respond in different ways. You know, Quad was hurt and you never know what people's insecurities are or what their triggers are. Now y'all know, man, man, my man, that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> that's it. You mess with my man, you got me upset. But Quad, I think that there's some insecurities there as well as on Toya's part. And I think that both of them are equally at fault. Good point. So listen, the promo for part three of the reunion is explosive. And in that promo, we see Toya's husband, Eugene, um, yelling at Quad. What other explosive surprises can we expect in part three of the reunion? I think that I wish you would ask me the question that you want to ask is what did I think about that? And I'm going to say I did not like it. You already know. You already know I don't like it. Um, I think that everybody has come for Toya, but Toya has come for everybody as well. I think during this mess, stay out the DMs, men, you know what I'm saying? Stop being involved in and off camera, and then you might not have a conflict. Again, I'm going to say this again, and I know what your question was, but I'm going to answer what I want to answer, okay? <laughs> Listen, you've been called a BS, big, big, a big old B by this woman over here. You've been called a refugee by this woman over here. I done talked about your finances. I'm going to say, and I'm going to take it back, I'm going to stand on this, if Quad had a man sitting behind her, I don't think all that would have happened. And not that you're afraid of the men, like you ain't afraid of Dr. Damon or anybody else. I think that a woman without a man sitting behind her is somewhat unprotected. That's my thought. Y'all could do what y'all want to with that. I did not like it. I understand he's hurt, but I would say the same thing that I say about Dr. Contessa is you barking up the wrong tree, dude. Really, your wife said all these things. Your wife said all these things. So that's what it is. Where are, you and Quad, where are you and Quad right now with their relationship? Quad and I are good. Now, Quad, I'm going to tell you, me and her have beef sometimes. We go back and forth. But at the end of the day, Quad is my sister. And we uplift each other. And she's good with me, always. Until she dropped me, I ain't never dropping Quad. Dr. Heavenly, speaking of men, you know, your husband, Dr. Damon, who you call daddy, which I love, <laughs> you guys, to me, represent true black love in my opinion. How have you managed though? Because you've seen all the other ladies and all the reality TV platforms kind of being on reality TV together kind of has ruined their marriage. How have you been able to sustain your marriage throughout all these years on reality TV? I mean, you know, I have my limits. Like, you know, I might go at it with the girls, but I'm never going to disrespect my husband. But I have to give more credit to my husband because he's a stand-up guy. He's nice. He's kind. He's sensitive. He's emotional. He's everything I ever wanted in a man. But he's not on reality. He's not into the minutia of reality TV. He stays up above the fray. He does not really even want to come to the scenes a lot of times. He's not on Twitter tweeting, tweeting. He's not in the women's DMs. He's not talking about them. In fact, he got so much going on with his surgical center and his uh, pain practice and personal injury that his mind is on other things rather than the show. And I think a lot of men in the show are intricately involved in the show and they come to scenes they ain't even supposed to be at. So there you have it. That helps us a whole lot. So look, Heavenly, you know, I wouldn't be me if I didn't get down in the mess, okay? Get into it, baby. I wouldn't be me. I want to know, how did you feel about Quad throwing you up under the bus saying, well, Toya, we knew you was cheating, but we just had the wrong man. Simone said, well, Dr. Heavenly said that Simone said, like, what's the tea? Did Simone really tell you that? Let's pray all the way through that. Listen, I'm on TV and these are real marriages. And unlike the men, and I'm not saying the men get away with cheating or they get away with whatever, but it's been seen in our community that it's almost, it's not acceptable, but it's almost tolerated, right? A woman cannot do these things. Is she going to get a tail whipped? She going to get left or she going to get something, right? Even if I did know something and I don't, I would not say. Cute. So, so I'm lying on you. It, it was a joke. I'm going to say it was a joke, and I'm going to leave it at that. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I think there's more to that. What, that's what you're gonna say. That's what it was. Be, call me later. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dr. Heavenly, we have to mention that your daughter, Alora, is in college. Now, how proud of you and um, how how proud of her are you? And how is she doing? She's such a little cutie pie. She's my beautiful baby girl. She's not in college yet. Actually, she's a senior in high school, so she's visiting colleges. Oh, okay. She just put in all her applications, took an SAT, ACT. Uh, her grades are great, so she'll get where in wherever she wants to go. Me personally, I'd prefer her to stay in town and go to Spelman. So I'm speaking Spelman. I'm making it a reality because she got me with these dang beauty supply stores. She wanted to do this. She need to stay here and run it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not running no dang beauty supply store. I do teeth. So she got me in that. So that's what we're going to do. Okay. So I'm trying to act like she got a choice. But of my money going to Spelman. <laughs> I got a question that's not like wasn't scheduled. Of all the celebrity mouths out there, now you have done amazing work with Q Smile. Look at his smile. There's some tragic mouths out there. If there's a celebrity mouth that, that, that you would want to fix, whose mouth would it be that you would like? You know what? Let me get my hands on your mouth. I ain't gonna answer that, boo. Miss Andy, all y'all miss. You told me to stop answering the dang questions. That's what he told me. So <laughs> stop answering the questions. Y'all already know the answers. So I'm not I'll say this. Play. I'll say this. No, I'm not. I'm not going to reveal the name. But there was somebody um, formerly on Bravo who had got their mouth done. And it didn't look too good. And me and Heavenly had a very thorough conversation about Please don't say you. I'm not going to say the name. I'm not going to say the name, but how she needed her teeth redone. Sometimes yeah. they just get them too big. That's what the person Yeah, I, I will say this. At Smiles by Dr. Heavenly, we do specialize in natural looking dentition. I don't like the white, white teeth that are too bright. And I think they're supposed to be the color of your eyes. So we actually try to make them. And if I could start from scratch, I can make beautiful teeth. The problem is people want this two right here. You know what I'm saying? Or something. And this tooth, and this tooth need attention. So I like to do full mouth restorations. And I do that. And I can do a beautiful job. And I will say that I specialize in, in natural looking dentition. Next time you come, we're going to have a little game around teeth. And we have, we, we're, we're going to do that. There you have it. There okay. Have it. Of course, before we let you go, you recently announced the launch of your 2023 master coaching class. Tell us a little bit about that before we go. Listen, I've been doing coaching for dentists for years with um, Dr. Heavenly University. I kind of put it down a little bit when I got busy with the beauty, with the uh, with uh, the TV show and stuff like that. And I relaunched it right before COVID. Then I put it down again. Listen, I started out wanting to coach dentists because I ran several dental practices, had my Series 65 real estate license, owned a mortgage company, all of that, ta da ta da ta run million-dollar businesses, but now I've opened it up for everybody. And I'm going to launch it probably with a five-day challenge, just giving information on how to, first of all, self-care. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you got to get into the mindset and balance, because I think there's so many professional women that are in a rat race but don't know how to get it and, and you know, get passive income as well. Well, Dr. Heavenly, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate you coming through, and we're going to get that tea out of you about that celebrity mouth. Yes, call me later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Please follow Dr. Heavily and support her in all she does. And if you want your mouth right, go ahead and hit her up and you won't get those ridiculous teeth. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break, soulmates, and we'll be right back with more TGIF. Welcome back to TGIF. Once again, soulmates, it's Friday, so you know what that means. At the end of the show, we'll be answering questions. So go ahead and get your questions in now. Get them in early. We have 4,400 in the chat. Please hit that like button and give us some good, juicy questions for tonight. Because sometimes y'all be blaming me, thinking I don't give, I don't get to the good stuff. It, it's your, y'all fault. I read what y'all send us. So go ahead and light that comment section up. All right, y'all. Supermodel Emily Ratajkowski told Harper's Bazaar that she thinks everyone is likely sexually fluid. Now, Emily, who now identifies as bisexual, told the magazine, I think sexuality is on a sliding scale. She continued, I don't really believe in straight people. Are more people sexually fluid these days? Al, let's go to you first. <laughs> Obviously, you know, I think so. And if if we're honest, I think we all can agree that, you know, that there's a spectrum to our sexuality, right? And I think we actually need to extend the sexuality conversation because I honestly believe that that we're going to get to a point one day that we're more comfortable not having a label 
than having a label. I, I kind of foresee that coming. And I also feel like as we start to normalize this conversation, we will witness people becoming more comfortable with their choices, whether it's same sex, whether it's one same sex one time, same not same sex another time. You know, that that's what I'm looking for. And that's what I'm seeing down the road. And I'm actually very proud of this generation for ushering this whole concept around sexuality into play. Okay. Q, what do you think? You know, I'm going to be very honest with you. I didn't like her comments at all. I didn't like her comments at all. Um, being a member of the community, I recognize that there is a need for us to build a bridge, especially amongst heterosexual people. And for those people who are already having angst around this subject, saying, I think all people are bisexual automatically puts them on the defense. Um, versus having a conversation about sexual fluidity. Yes, I do think more people are sexually fluid than they acknowledge or than we acknowledge. But even in her own point, being a sliding scale, even with a sliding scale, a scale has two ends. So even though a lot of people may be in the middle, there are people at the definite straight end and there are people at the definite homosexual end. So you can't just say, I think all people are bisexual. Um, it's off-putting and it's kind of, divisive, especially to the homophobes and those who are looking for a reason to be upset. I know where she was trying to go. I just wish she would have worded it a little better. I agree with you. And even not even to just homophobes, to a, a, an actual straight person like myself, I'm like, just because you're fluid and you're on the spectrum, why do you have to bring everybody else into your thing? Just stand on 10 toes, 10 toes down on what you are. I feel like that is kind of giving weak, like, yeah, yeah, it's not just me. It's all of us, right? Right. So you don't feel awkward. I think part of being brave and being in the community and, and, and living your truth is being brave enough to say, this is who I am. Don't worry about what everybody else is. Worry about who you are. You know what I mean? I feel like that's our problem in our society. We care too much about what they're doing, what they're doing. We try to drag everybody into our stuff. No, because there are people who are 1000 percent heterosexual and there's people that are 1000 percent homosexual and both should be fine and OK and be able to live in harmony. That's my question. That's just my I didn't take question. it. I didn't take it like that. I, I I see what you guys are saying, and it makes sense to me as far as people who are straight are definitely straight. I didn't I didn't take it as that. I took it as her normalizing this concept of bisexuality and sexual fluidity. Fluidity. That's how no, I took it. I didn't you know take what? it. I didn't and take it as her saying, "Okay, even you straight guys are no. are bi, or and even you straight girls um, are not sexually are sexually fluid." I didn't. I didn't interpret that conversation like that at all. And let well, me because be clear. you're fluid, though, Al. You're fluid. I know. I, I said I agree with you. I said. But I didn't let me take also it like be that. clear. That was, I don't. That was just, I don't. I don't think she intended it like that either. Right. So I'm not saying that's how she intended it. But what I am saying is. When you decide as a public figure to step out and want to be one of the spokespeople for the community and for the cause, you just have to be a bit more cautious with the language and the verbiage that you use because people are committed to misinterpreting our community anyway, and they're looking for any little reason to be mad. So while she didn't intend it that way, there are people who are going to choose to interpret it that way because mm -hmm. the way she worded her statement leaves a lot of room for misinterpretation. And let me clarify, Al, I was mm -hmm. not a personal attack to you. I'm just saying you maybe even bringing up you being fluid was just me saying you're more open minded. You know what I mean? Like that's mm -hmm. more your reality. And just like my reality is not that. So I'm going to be more like, no, no, no. And you're going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and we're allowed to have that difference of opinion. So when she said that, it kind of to me, it felt like she was trying to like I mean, people in the chat saying, you know, not I really, I really am enjoying this conversation because you know how Q always said, I didn't grow up within those colors or dreaming those dreams. For me, I finally related to an article because as a bisexual man, there was somebody who kind of spoke how I feel. So understand how this article may have felt to me, mm -hmm. even though there are other odds to both sides of it, right? Because it is sexuality. But for me, I found, I was like, yes, finally, finally a big name in a big magazine talking about bisexuality in a way that's very relatable to me it just it warmed my heart a little bit all right speaking of warming hearts cuffing season and uh amber rose's baby father ae was recently spotted out with none other than Cher. now the two were holding hands while walking into a restaurant and apparently they went to a club afterwards and drove back to Cher's mansion 
in Malibu. Are you guys here for this alleged new couple? And who saw this coming? I did not see this coming on the 2022 bingo card. Q, you shaking your head. What you think about this? Does it scream opportunist? You know what? I talked about this today on Hot 105 here when I was on the radio. I am not here for it at all. And I'm going to send this conversation a whole different way. I am not here for the fetishization of black men in Hollywood, okay? I just don't like it. Cher, you chose, you waited until you were 76 to be seen out and about Tootsie Rolling with a black a black man, a, a black hood, hood exterior type of man. And it's giving me very, this is the end thing right now. Kim Kardashian and Larsa Pippen are doing it right now. Uh, so I'm going to do it too. Not to mention the, the age thing is just inappropriate. You are 40 years his senior. Yeah, you might look good, new and rejuvenated on the outside, but baby, I ain't heard no commercials about no internal rejuvenation. And that thing is still old, dusty, dry, and, and, and probably ain't worked since you broke up with Sonny Bono. Okay, I don't like it. I don't like the messaging that it's sending. I, I, I just don't like it. Like, you know, we, we had an issue with the gays being accessories. Now it's like the hottest thing in Hollywood. If you are a white woman or other woman is to go get you a, 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 a young black thing. We seen Madonna do it. We seen her do it. I, I just don't like it. Stick to the lakes and the rivers that you used to share. Go down there to Shady Pines, find you a retired firefighter or, you know, somebody in your age range and leave these black brothers alone. I, I'm gonna go ahead and jump in right here. I agree with you. I don't like it either. And I was appalled on the internet when I saw everybody celebrating this. Like this was such a good thing. First of all, AE, your your track record. It was Amber Rose that raised your profile because I didn't know about you before. Apparently he's been in the music business, but I don't know him from that. Then it's Cher and a 40 year age difference. You mean to tell me if it was a 40 year old man with, I mean, I'm sorry, an older man with a woman 40 years his junior, we would not be going off. We'd be calling him all kind of groomers and pedophiles and all kinds of things. She's not a pedophile, but it is. What do you talk about with someone who has four decades of, of time in between? I can't even talk to these people who think um, designer is old school. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, what I could tell you, I could tell you what they're going to talk about. He's going to talk about where he's going to spend her money. I'm here for it. I like it. You know, Cher is Armenian like Kim Kardashian. And one thing we know about them Armenian women, they're going to get them some good D. You hear me? He's fine. He's handsome. He's tall. And she like it. And Cher should be able to enjoy it. She worked hard to make those millions of dollars. And now she's going to spend it and walk out with whoever she wants to walk out with. The only concern I had was, what is a 76-year-old woman doing up at 1 a.m. in the morning partying with two young black thugs. Now that right there had my mind spinning. But I'm gonna tell you something, Cher. You go out and you have your fun, sweetheart. Walk the red carpets. Get in all these daggone paparazzi pictures all you want. Just don't put that man on your wheel. That's what you should not do. Uh, but other than that, have your fun because I'm sure he's teaching you some stuff in the bedroom that you, you probably haven't had done in decades. You hear me? But let me tell you something, guys. This is my question. Doesn't Cher have a trans son, Chaz? I wonder mm -hmm. what Chaz thinks about all this. No, but I want to get you together real quick because how are you going to be in support of him getting up in that dusty tussy cab and then <laughs> say, don't get on the wheel? No, if he's going to be there screwing that old lady and having to stop every five minutes and re-grease it up with butter, lube, <laughs> or whatever he could find, the least he could do is get on the wheel. And I'm sorry, Botox don't work everywhere. I want to see what that bite look like. I want to <laughs> see what them inner thighs look like. I want to see what them ankles look like. I want to see what up under them butt cheeks look like. I want to see what that wobble to the ground. Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? Can you throw it over your shoulder like a continental shoulder? Do the tussie cat hang low, okay? Like all of that. If he got the endure all of that kissing on her what does a 76 year old woman kiss like with fake teeth and lips that don't move dribble and drool going all in his mouth and all down his beard and stuff and then you gonna tell him don't get his coins no she better her old ass better put him on the wheel and make him an authorized user on all <laughs> okay he can be an authorized user but he can't get the wheel money now he just got here she's been living 76 years building that empire she got enough to share He's sharing his youth. 
She sucked, she vampire in the hell out of his youth, sucking his youth out. The least he could do is get some money in exchange. Because y'all can't tell me Chef Cher ain't related to Death Becomes Her. Okay. <laughs> you know what? We at She's Fox sucking something out of him, all right. We at Fox Noel, so do not advocate age shaming here. At, this is the yeah, view of Q. She too damn old. She too damn old, and it's giving me vampire tease. It's I don't understand why I'm you guys. I don't understand why you guys are so so like pro or against her having her fun. That when you see all these old men with these young girls, you know, like hopping on a horn. I don't like that. Now like it's unnatural. It's unnatural. it's unnatural for what? For a woman to want to be with a young man? No. What's wrong with for, that? For, for, come on. 40-year age gap. I'm 39 and can barely hold a conversation with 29-year-olds. There, there are plenty rich old men dating 30s and 20-year-old And women. I don't like that either. Okay. Keep yeah, that same that, energy when we cover those other topics in the reverse. Well, I think we, we do. And I, I think that... It's not just a woman thing, although women do get more shade when they do it. And that's a friggin' fact. Y'all definitely come, not y'all, but people definitely come harder for the women. But 40 years, 40 years. I'll say this. I, I'm going to be I'm very honest with you. I'm going to reiterate it. 40 years is an issue for me, too. But him being a black man is my biggest issue in this equation. That, they line up for it, though. They line up for it. They love it. Yeah, we just talked about a guy that got killed by his preference. Didn't we say, is there a diagnosis for this illness? For his line. It reminds me when... <laughs> but um, in this case, her ass going first. <laughs> it reminds me when Jeffree Star got the young black guy that's now... Uh, what's the thing they call him? Rerun now? It just right. kind of reminds me of that. And, and listen, and the minute her ass fall down a step and break her hip, then they're going to want to blame the brother. Okay. They, they, they're not stay from Ryan now. These women is dangerous. Stay from Ryan now. We we gotta go to commercial before we get more in trouble. We gotta go share. Sorry, uh, it's too big <laughs> of an age difference. I don't think you should be dating your age, but forty years, slash it to twenty. Oh, We're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we uh we'll be back with more. Fifty two young four. Welcome back to TGIF Soulmates. We see you in the chat, keeping it lively. Make sure you get your questions in for the end of the show where we, we will be answering y'all's questions. So make them juicy. All right, y'all, listen, I've been working on my credit for the past year and change, and it is definitely in a nice mid-700 range. I'm looking for that 800, so I want to share with you how I'm monitoring my credit. Um, now, charging a higher interest is how banks make more money, and they make a lot more of your hard-earned money if your credit score is just okay but not great. Now, ScoreMaster is uh, the new science in accelerating credit scores, puts you in control of your money, not the bank. Now, say your credit is 700 and you're borrowing 500 grand to refinance your home. Well, starting at uh, ScoreMaster, you could save over 75 grand over the life of your loan. And that 75 grand is money that goes to you, not the banks. Now, that is the gene genius behind the ScoreMaster three-week rule, especially now with those soaring interest rates. Now, no matter your credit score, before you apply for any loan, auto lease, or credit, start at ScoreMaster. It only takes a minute to get started, and you can add up to 60, 100, um, you can add 60 to 100 points in about three weeks. Listen, life has enough regrets, so don't add paying high interest rates to the list. Visit scoremaster.com slash T for your special seven-day trial. Again, your special seven-day trial is waiting at scoremaster.com slash T. Go ahead and check it out. Um, I love them, and it's definitely helped me out a lot. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more with Q and Al when we return. Welcome back to TGIF. Make sure you get uh, those questions in the chat to ask us in the last few minutes of the show. Let's get back to it. Alyssa Scott confirmed in a nude maternity photo shoot that she's pregnant with Nick Cannon's 11 child. The model shared some intimate photos of herself with Cannon in a bathtub with the caption, this is a miracle and a blessing. Uh, the two welcomed their first child, Zen, in June of 2021, but he passed away five months later due to brain cancer. All right, y'all, what do you think about uh, Nick, Nick Cannon's newest addition to the village? Al, what you think? Is he going to stop? Is 11 is where the magic number? What you think? What, what is the incentive? What's the incentive he's offering all these women? Like what? Like what is? I'm, 
Listen, I can't be quiet anymore. I, 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 I'm just going to tell you how I really feel. I think it's insane. I think it's unhealthy. I think it's reckless. I think it's selfish. I think it's self-serving. I think it's irresponsible. I just don't know what is going on and what is he going through? Like, what is it validation for him? that he wants to have all these kids and have them in all these different locations. Like, I, I just need some answers. I'm just not understanding. And I, I really look up to this guy. He's very smart. He's one of the hardest working men in entertainment. He's talented as heck. And he has a lot of money, I guess. But what is going on with Nick Cannon mentally and emotionally that he feels like that he has to do this? Because he says that they are all planned. What is going on? I need some answers. Q? You know what, Al? At this point, I'm, I, I, so I feel the exact same way you do, but I'm, I'm, I'm beyond your response at this point. At this point, I'm like, okay, where is your mama and daddy? Where is your uncle? Where are your grandparents? Where are your siblings? Y'all know in the Black family, no matter how old you are, your mama still got some kind of say-so as to what's going on with the get-down and the goings-on. What's your mama say about this? And you know, Black mamas don't like watching kids. She damn sure ain't finna watch 11 of them at the same doggone time. And she sure not finna cook for them. And it's a, I just want to know what the people around him are saying at this point. Because money aside, it's just not healthy. I, I don't get it either. And I just recently found out a friend of mine that used to be a model on The Price is Right. And she was in the Pharrell video. Lanisha Cole, beautiful chocolate woman. This girl is one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life in person. Like she is gorgeous. She just had a baby by him. The baby's absolutely adorable. But I, I do wonder what the incentive is to be one of 11 or one of 10 or however many baby moms eight. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I want to answer. Does your friend make it 12? I think she's number. Yeah. I think it's 12 now. That's she's the one on the end. And she's actually, that picture does her no justice. She is gorgeous. And that baby is all right. Moving on. Another thing I need answers for. I don't even know if we should do this story. I don't know if we're mature enough to do this story. We are. Which one? No, we're not. Which one? <sighs> Australian low-cost airline has apologized after a woman with a disability was forced to crawl off the aircraft because the staff refused to let her use a wheelchair for free to exit the plane. So she had to crawl like off the plane, like kind of. Ow. Like army crawl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like police academy crawl. Yeah, yeah. Don't spend too much time on the story because I want to get to the questions. I want to get to that. that okay, so, you know, at first look, everybody, you think that, that it was sad to watch without any context. It was borderline inhumane um, if you were just looking at it for the first time. But listen, they told her before she arrived at her destination that she was going to have to buy a wheelchair because her wheelchair did not fit on the plane and they had to check it at gate. And then when she landed, they told her that she needed to buy a wheelchair again because her wheelchair did not fit on the plane and they did not have one that didn't cost. And her best friend was there, the woman who, who traveled with her to help her still didn't give her money and she she refused to pay for the wheelchair and her friend refused to pay for the wheelchair. So what was she actually supposed to do? She, what do you think? Um, I think this lady was looking for a moment. Now, at the very end of the day, I think the human side of somebody should have kicked in and just went and got the woman a dog on wheelchair, right? That's that's the human side. But as the article states, before she got to her destination, they told her, when this plane lands, you are going to have to buy a wheelchair. She had the choice at that moment to stay her ass where she was at. You rode that plane that whole time knowing that you had intentions on being a Karen when that plane landed and you decided in your head that you was going to make these people do what you wanted them to do. Right, wrong, or indifferent, it's their policy, their business. They have the right to run it any way they want to run it. They did not make you crawl. Crawling on the ground was a consequence of the poor decision that you made given advance notice that you would have to pay for a wheelchair. I need a wheelchair when I come back from getting my toe surgery uh, from yeah, Miami. Like, do I need to pay for? You better, huh? you better put your credit card on file. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were free. It I is. Just, I, I just... did. Well, I did too. But you know, the low cost airlines, they nickel and dime you for everything: check on bag, carry on bag, yeah. cup of coffee, earphones, uh, wheelchair. 
All right. I thought it was tacky. All right. We got to we gotta get to these questions. We have no time for this. Before we go, we okay. want to show love to the fans in the chat. We're going to open up the floor, and they're going to ask us anything. Are y'all ready? Ready. All right, fellas, a lot of questions. We only have two minutes and like 45 seconds, so let's just try to get through these real fast. Okay, real quick. Uh, let's see. Q, do you still do beach yoga to unlock your better self? No, I don't do beach yoga because I train with a trainer now three days a week, but I do Mind Valley courses online, and that's what I'm using to unlock my better self. Okay, Nyota says, question for Al. How's your cousin doing that? He shaved his head for cancer. How, how was, uh, how's your cousin doing? My cousin, you mean my brother, my brother um, has cancer and I shaved my head to support my brother. My brother is is coming along. He's doing really well. Uh, he came to his end of his chemo and um, and radiation. So, you know, he's on the next phase. OK, they ask uh, Tam Tam says, Claudia, are you and genuine dating? No, he's just my friend. We dated like a long time ago, like in the 90s. And we are just friends. And that's that. OK, uh, Q, everybody wants to know about this. Um, last week, you put a, a Instagram post up about a man, a gentleman called that came over and had a, needed a, a gallon of water. Oh, look, quick story, because we don't have much time. You, you know, I was down to the bar with a Honda car about two years ago. And Buddy was new to the town. He was new to the club or whatever. And we ended up trading phone numbers but i honestly thought he was straight right and so we traded phone numbers on some i'm new around here let's be friends later on that night he got drunk and called me over to his house baby and you know we wham bam thank you ma'am but he got real annoying and real possessive so i blocked his ass well that particular night i said you know what i miss him i unblocked him and texted him and he wanted to come over so he did. But let me tell you something. God created the block button for a reason because he pulled up over here. We had fun until the sun came up, right? And so now I've been there asleep. I was like, you know, just close the door. And so he's going to knock on the door talking about, do you got a gallon jug so I can put some water in my car? I was like, this Negro. So I had to put my clothes on, get out my bed, and pour my good Publix lemonade out my refrigerator so I could fill it up with water so he could get home. And needless to say, he went back on block. <laughs> How you gonna come over here with a smoking car? Did that you ain't hit? all he had smoking. Did, did you I let mean, him? Hit? You let he, him hit though, right? Well, hit. I don't want the people to misconstrue. We had relations. Oh, okay. So it's kind of your fault that you gotta. You know, we're responsible for the choices we make. I didn't make his car smoke, and I, he should have said. You home. let a man come into your humble abode that don't well, have a car that needs water. That has a car. Well, I didn't know it needed water until he was done. I'm Maybe just we glad that you know his name. Huh? I'm just glad you know his name. Oh, what is you trying to say? <laughs> you know what? Great show. Thank you so much. Thank you for Dr. Heavenly for joining us. Uh, watch us on YouTube. Make sure you watch the replay tomorrow. Get those numbers up and like this. Stay tuned for a new episode of Tracks and Tales. And y'all be good and safe this weekend, y'all. Have a good weekend, soulmates. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.